This is Melanie Neal coming to you from Bellingham, Washington, Western Washington's University Sleepy Students. Today here in the studio we decided to talk about something that affects nearly everyone and how to receive help. Imposter syndrome, yes, you can be facing this also. From How Imposter Syndrome is Holding You Back by Daniel Page on NBC, it's estimated that 70% of the U.S. population has experienced what's known as imposter syndrome. I recently interviewed Molly Parker, Communication Club president, about her life in terms of literacy. I run into imposter syndrome a lot. I doubt myself a lot, or I doubt where I stand in my literacies. I feel like, especially in some of the more upper divisional classes, I feel like I don't know as much as my peers do. I feel like someone's gonna find out I don't belong here one day and I'm gonna get kicked out. Literacy of any topic is hard to follow through when you doubt yourself. Everyone does question their knowledge. Imposter syndrome is a monster that says you're a fake and one day people will break down your facade. Which is not something that is actually going to happen. I often think about the phrase, fake it until you make it, when discussing imposter syndrome. It is a great saying to get yourself through a presentation, but the hard part is gauging when you have made it. How are you, a regular person, supposed to realize that you have stopped faking it to be? Molly herself had originally had a different plan for college, and with the help of her mother, she chose communications. Like a year and a half ago, when I was getting accepted into Western, I was going to do a marketing major here and I was going to go on to probably go to like UW and do digital marketing and digital media and I went into an advising session with one of the marketing advisors and realized that marketing was not what I wanted to do I like broke down in the advisor's office and then my mom after we came home and we had been talking about it she was like maybe communication studies is what you want to do and she helped me and she kind of supported me with making that decision. It was very last minute, deciding that that was what I wanted to do. But she pushed me into, into this program and I thank her very much for it. I found Dr. Valerie Young and her book, The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, referenced in the Forbes article, Imposter Syndrome, Why It's Harder Today Than Ever, by Janine Carew, where they point out five distinct subgroups under imposter syndrome. First, there's the predictable perfectionist who has a high bar of success that they feel like a failure if they receive anything less. Next, we have the natural genius, where they can be annoying in high school and they tend to fill with doubt at anything they don't get on the first try. The soloist is one I'm sure we can relate to at one point or another. They're someone who does not ask for help ever, and when they finally do, they feel like a failure. Then there is the superhero who overworks themselves with high expectations of workload and multitasking. Finally, we have the expert who is on their fifth PhD and still feels ignorant. Feelings and allowing yourself to slow down is a great option. If these feelings persist and worsen to other feelings of doubt, please reach out to professionals. It's okay to ask for help. I love you all. See you next week at Sleepy Students. Now for a word from our sponsor.